Hi, I'm Tiffany, and you are listening to the Legacy Lounge Podcast. If you are a high-achieving, mission-driven entrepreneur who wants to elevate your income, impact, and influence, you're in the right place. I left my corporate career as a creative director for Fortune 500 brands to create a legacy with my work and to support entrepreneurs to do the same. And I'm not talking about having your name on a building or statues in your image. I'm talking about leaving behind a positive impact and creating something enduring that can be passed on. You pour your time, energy, and passion into your business. So let's make sure your efforts will create a ripple effect that reaches far into the future. Each monthly series will guide you through the business, leadership, and life skills you need to successfully leave a legacy that stands the test of time. And each episode is totally valuable on its own. We are here to provide you with the tools and ideas to make massive shifts and quantum leaps in your business, transforming you from entrepreneur into legacy brand. So sit back, relax, and let's get into today's episode. Clarity within leads to clarity without. David Dillard. Hey there, I am so excited to connect with you today and dive deeper into the benefits of having a brand clarity and even better, sharing my secret seven steps that will help you get there. Last week, we talked all about how brand clarity will help your business grow despite the state of the world. And I shared the four stages of brand clarity also aligned with some really powerful questions to ask yourself to test if you truly already have brand clarity or if you're in desperate need of it. And if you do need it, know that it's so common for entrepreneurs because we tend to build the plane while we're flying it. So brand clarity, even though it's the most important thing to ensure you have in the foundation of your business, is not normally top of mind. So give yourself some slack because we're told just go out and get some clients and make money, but you'll have trouble doing that if you're not clear. That's the caveat. Or if you're a business owner who has had success, but you're evolving and pivoting, the same is true. Before you make that pivot, it's super important to gain clarity and build your brand consciously so you can have your success 10 times faster. So if you missed that episode, I highly recommend you jump back an episode and listen to it today before diving into this episode, because they do build on each other and both are highly valuable. So let's dive into today's episode with the big benefits of investing into brand clarity. Investing in getting clear on your brand is one of the best things you can do for your business. Without an understanding of who you are, the direction you're taking your business, and the best ways to communicate your value, it's quite possible that your prospects are just as confused as you are. The greatest benefits that come from diving in and getting to know your brand and how to effectively operate it is what I mean when I talk about creating a brand that works for you. So... We're gonna first of all talk about the reasons why investing in brand clarity makes for amazing ROI in your business. The first reason is you can easily define your brand personality, voice, and identity. So I don't know about you, but writing content, engaging with your audience on social media, telling your brand story, 
can be tough work. And sometimes we don't even know what to do in those areas. You might get stuck on writing content. You might not really know what to put on social media. And you may not even know what a brand story is, if you're honest. That's okay. But the truth is, it means nothing if it's not resonating with the people you're looking to target. So often I see people posting on social media just about their day or the weather, which is great. People do want to get to know the real you. But if you're not actively telling your brand story and engaging with the content that audience wants to hear, you're not going to make any sales. What you're saying, and more importantly, how you're saying it will either attract or deter people from your brand. Looking and speaking on brand consistently is the key. And that all starts with defining your brand's personality, voice, and identity. So the second return of investment that you'll get from investing in brand clarity is the ability to consistently tell that killer, authentic brand story. Every brand has a story and that story should be shared. Customers want the truth from brands. They want to know who they truly are authentically. So you need to share it. You need to be real with your audience and share a story that helps them relate to you, not only as a company, but as your true self. Now, I get so many clients who tell me, but I had so much trauma in my story, or I'm afraid that people will run the other way if they hear my story, or my story isn't that interesting. The truth is we all come from different walks of life, and sometimes it's difficult. So one of the key things that I end up helping clients with is really getting over that block of telling their true authentic story and crafting it in a way that not only feels good to them, but is really received amazingly by the audience. If amazingly is a word, I'm going to make it a word today. All right, so the third way you can receive massive ROI by investing in brand clarity is the chance to understand your target audience as well as you know yourself. So as I mentioned last week, first you need to know yourself well, you need your brand story. We talked about personality, voice, and identity. Those are all the key pieces to a foundation. Now, once you know those, understanding your target audience is a massive key. And investing in brand clarity will help you do that. In order to gain an audience that will be loyal to your brand, no matter what, and actually love it just as much or better than you do, you first have to know how to attract those people. Getting clear on your brand will help you define who your people are, and then from there, you can get to know all the things about those people, making it easier to connect with them. Now, I get a lot of people who come and say, oh, I know my customer avatar. It's this woman named Anne, and she lives on a farm, and she has two dogs and you know, XYZ, three kids and whatever. We've been taught often that we need to create an ideal customer avatar based on one person and only talk to this person. Now, I actually think completely different. We need to cast a wider net because if we're only speaking to one person, that's very exclusive. And I and the legacy brand method is all about inclusivity. Now, I'm not saying you should try and be everyone to everybody. 
you don't want to cast your net too wide either. So there's this perfect balance of finding who your ideal audience is, not a singular person, not the whole world. Who is that going to be? When you can figure that out and get clear, you will be able to gain so much knowledge from them, speak their language, and they will come in droves towards you. A really great example of that is my legacy brand method. Now people actually talk about having a legacy brand. That's not actually a thing. I actually have it as a registered trademark, a legacy brand. It's something that I created. Now people think and equivalize it to an actual tangible thing that's around because they start using it in their own language. And that's the amazing ROI of understanding your target audience using their language and putting it back in their face. So many of my audience want to make an impact. Now, money is important, of course, and a good brand will make you lots of money. But more importantly, they want to give back. They want to make an impact. They want to live a legacy while they're on this planet, but also leave a legacy behind. So hence, I named my program and my method with legacy in it after I did my due diligence, right? So let's move on to number four. The fourth reason that you can get massive ROI in brand clarity is the ability to communicate how you're different. Now this one, they're all so important, but I almost think this one is the most important right now, only because we've all heard how many people are leaving corporate right now, right? How many people are online at the moment? How many coaches, consultants, branding experts, health coaches? There's so many people doing the same thing that you and I are doing online right now. And I mentioned last week, I believe in collaboration over competition. I'm not saying you're out there trying to beat your competitors, but if you don't communicate how you're different clearly and succinctly, your ideal audience won't be able to understand where you're coming from and chances are they'll go work with somebody else to get the same results or actually maybe even not as good as results as they would get with you because that other person's marketing and messaging is better. And that's a really sad thing I see often online is that somebody's really good at marketing, they're not really great at execution or actually getting their clients results. Now that's a little controversial to say, but it's the truth. And I've seen so many amazing true experts out there that actually aren't getting the credibility, the clients, or the money that they deserve for their their true credibility and expertise. So whatever it is that makes you different from your competitors is part of your brand's core value. And it's something that needs to be communicated to your audience so you can stand out from all the rest. Telling your audience why you're the best choice for them and letting them know about your products and services will help make their lives easier. So if you are the type that likes to stay behind the scenes and not toot your own horn like me, I'm actually really bad at it in general and don't like it, but I've learned how to do it and how to put my brand out there because I can't make an impact otherwise. So what you're doing is probably completely different, and that's why you have your business surrounding it. 
So you have to let people know in a really magical way that will entice them to work with you. The fifth way that you can get massive ROI on investing in brand clarity is it increases your credibility and most of all, your confidence. I can't tell you how many clients walk away saying they are finally confident to go out and do business the way they've always wanted to do it because they finally have clarity and it reflects in their brand and their business and everything they're putting out there. So if you're clear and confident about what you're doing as a brand, it makes your audience clear and confident that they can trust you too. Building up your brand credibility and getting your audience to have faith in your value by confidently walking the walk and talking the talk. You are an expert at what you do, so it's time to own it and show it. And you can finally feel confident when you have the clarity and the messaging and the words and the feelings to exhibit it. Okay, we're on the final step here, the final way that you can get massive ROI by investing in your brand clarity. Now, of course, I feel like there's probably a hundred ways that you can I can tell you to get that ROI, but these are the top six because people think that branding is so intangible. You know, you can't necessarily say, oh, I made $100,000 because of my brand. But honestly, when you start getting results in your business and success, everything leads back to investing in your brand. The sixth reason is the ability to easily share your values. Now, I've done a whole series on values in the past on the podcast. You can go check those out. And I think people think it's like very trite or like, oh, yeah, values and kind of shrug values off when we talk about it often. Maybe that's just my own viewpoint. But it's so important when you can genuinely understand what it is that makes your brand special, like we just talked about, it makes it easy to share your values with others. By sharing your brand values with people like your partners, clients, maybe your team if you have a team, you let them in on what makes you, you. And then they know why you're so special and can trust that it's true and they will not only work with you, but they will advocate for your brand. As humans, we are meant to align with people who share the same values with us. And the sad truth is you can see this a lot in what's happening in the world today in politics and why we're so divided. People who share the same values are on opposite sides. Now, this is by no means political statement and I'm not gonna go down that road, but it really illustrates how you can attract or deter people from your brand. And honestly, you wanna do both. You don't wanna attract people that you're not comfortable or don't like working with, and you do wanna attract the people that you absolutely love working with. And we all know energetically like attracts like. So when you can infuse your values into the brand and learn how to share them consistently and cohesively, that lights a fire on your brand and you'll have the amazing people that you want to start working with showing up without you spending a lot of effort. So that's really what I mean when I say, let your brand do the work for you. So to summarize this piece of it, your brand creates a context for everything else in your business. 
your marketing, your offers, how much you charge, who you attract, and so much more. And it frames what people think and believe about your business. Otherwise, like I said earlier, they're going to make those decisions themselves based on their own perception of the world. And perception is not always reality. So your brand actually helps create the reality and provides the perception for them rather than them jumping to conclusions and deciding they don't want to work with you without even really knowing who you are and what you truly offer. So once you have a solid brand in place and that true clarity, everything else is going to flow with ease and grace for you. The ideal clients that you're craving will resonate with your message and line up to work with you. And if you already have those ideal clients, imagine 10 times more coming to you easily and effortlessly. You'll be seen as a thought leader and command higher prices. And scaling will happen naturally. And best of all, my favorite, striving becomes a thing of a past. I told you last month all about how I chose to slow down to speed up, you'll finally get that chance to slow down once you have a brand that works for you because you won't have to work as hard. But first, you need the clarity of what your brand is all about. So now I'm going to walk you through the seven steps to building a strong brand clarity foundation. I'm super excited because these steps will help you build a recognizable brand and help you evaluate your brand clarity as well. So I'm actually sharing these with you. This is what I share in my Legacy Brand Foundations program. This is what I share in my Legacy Brand Method with one-on-one clients. This is the secret sauce that I've actually never shared publicly before. So I'm super excited to share it with you today. So the first is to define the objectives for your business. And if that sounds like corporate speak, it is a little bit. You know, I spent 15 years working with brands like Stoli Vodka, FedEx, Burt's Bees, and we would spend the majority of our time defining objectives for, say, a new campaign, a new brand launch before we dove in. Now, I know we're taught that messy action is better than no action, And I also believe that because if you go into analysis paralysis and never take action, then you're never going to get anywhere. However, if you skip this step, you'll never have a really strong brand foundation or the clarity in your brand. So what is your big vision? What are your long-term goals? Where do you see yourself in three, five, 10 years? Now, for some people like me, this is very easy. I'm a visionary. A lot of entrepreneurs are visionaries. However, even if you're a visionary, sometimes looking that far out into the future can be a little tricky. I can't tell you how many clients I work with who are simply looking for this year or for the next launch. They're not thinking that long term. But really, you do need a strategic plan for the future and for your brand Otherwise, your clarity will keep you from really positioning yourself for where you want to be rather than where you're at now. So that's what I really love to help people do is look where you want to be in the future and reverse engineer your brand so you can actually step into it, step into that clarity. And things that my clients have put on their vision boards for five, 10 years later end up happening in like one or three years 
because they've gotten this clarity so deeply. So the key here is to make your plan. And if that scares you, just know that you can change it down the road. We're always evolving. We're always changing. I told this story of my client, Amanda, on the last episode, and we branded her about three, three and a half years ago. She was an amazing health coach. She just blew up after we branded over the last three years. And then she decided, I'm evolving, I'm pivoting, and I no longer want to be a health coach. I want to teach other coaches how to be better coaches. So at first she reached out and was like, oh my gosh, I invested in this brand. I spent so much money and now I'm pivoting. What do I do? And I said, it's perfect. We always evolve. We always pivot. You're allowed to change your plan. When we looked back at her vision and it really realized that the the how was different, but the what was still the same. She had a lot of the same business goals. It was just talking to a different audience. So we were easily able to adjust her brand to speak to that new audience, but keep her vision, her values, her voice. So much of the foundation that we built stayed the same. So investing in it upfront in that vision of where you want to go, even if it evolves or you change it, you're going to be way ahead of everybody else. All right. So the second step is to be able to succinctly state who you are, what you offer, what results you create for clients easily and effectively. Now I'm kind of beating a dead horse here because I feel like I've said this in different ways a few times throughout this episode and the last episode, but this is such a key. How many times do you say, get on a networking event and somebody you're talking to somebody, and maybe this is you and don't beat yourself up if it is. And you try to explain what you're doing, or you have somebody and they're like, well, I help women um, get through their blocks and get unstuck and I get them really good results. That is not a succinct brand statement of what you offer and what results you create. Getting unstuck, I feel like I've heard that from multiple coaches, right? Now it could be a piece of it, but you have to be very, very clear and succinct of what you're offering, who you're offering that for. So people are nodding their head, yes, and getting excited to work with you. So this step is probably the biggest key. Really take that time. Go back to last episodes if you answered those questions and really think about how can you succinctly state what results you create. People don't buy what you have for what it is. People buy it for the results they're going to get. So you have to meet people where they're at in your messaging. Hopefully that makes sense. All right, step number three is creating a robust client description and brand story for your ideal clients. Now we talked about this earlier. We don't want a client avatar that's speaking to one person. So do your market research. Market research is one of the biggest things that I see entrepreneurs skipping and they just guess. So when I was working with big brands, they would spend millions of dollars on market research. Because what is the point of investing a ton of money if you're speaking the wrong language or you're speaking to the wrong people? And it's not even what they want to hear or what they need to hear. So really doing your due diligence and creating that by doing some market research is going to be key. 
and then creating a brand story. So the brand story is all about speaking to them and in their language. You've probably heard this before. When I used to teach branding, um, I taught at my alma mater, Kendall College of Art and Design for about seven years. I taught branding and the biggest thing was the hero's journey. So you've probably heard this before. The hero's journey is used in books, in movies, also used in branding. Every good brand strategist is going to talk about the hero's journey. And what you want to think about is you're actually not the hero saving somebody, your clients or potential clients. You're the guide. They are the hero. So your brand story is really about how the hero, your prospect, is living life, what they're dealing with, and then how you are going to show up as the guide and not save them because you're not there to save them, right? You are there to serve them. How are you serving them to get to the results that they truly want to get? And then of course you have to follow up and actually get them those results. But when you can do that and when you can speak that brand story out, it's going to make a massive impact in everything you do. And that should show up on your website. It should show up on your social media and all your marketing. And especially when you show up to those um, events where you're speaking to people and networking, when you can not only say what you do strategically, but you can talk about the story and how you get people from point A to point B and guide them through that process. That's gold. And it's so amazing. So that step is probably one of the biggest keys to building a recognizable brand and getting that brand clarity. Okay, the next step, number four, is being clear about the pain points your prospective clients have and how your offers mitigate or solve those pain points. Now, I will say often when I talk about pain points, people cringe. I have the best and most amazing clients who are full of integrity and kind and loving. And they're like, well, I don't want to make people feel bad. I don't want to have people sit in their pain to want to work with me. And I get it. I also am the same way. And if you don't point out what struggles people are going through, somebody else will, and they will see themselves and nod their head. Yes, I'm feeling those things. And they'll go work with somebody else when you're sitting right there in front of them and can help them. So maybe we can reframe it and talk about the struggles that they're going through, right? You really need to get clear on exactly what they're dealing with and what you can solve for them. And oftentimes we don't really think about the deep things that people are laying awake thinking about. So a lot of times my clients are, laying awake, how am I going to get my next client? You know, why is my launch not working? There's so many things that goes through people's heads. But normal brand strategists might just think, well, they want pretty colors and fonts. That's what sets me apart as a brand strategist is I don't even talk about the colors and the fonts until everything else is in place because putting those things in place is like putting lipstick on a pig instead of putting icing on a beautiful solid cake. So you really want to get clear. And again, this is a lot of market research and really asking yourself the right questions. What are your clients dealing with? 
meeting them where they're at again and serving them back to that you. So again, this should be on your website. It should be on your sales pages. This is something you should easily be able to talk to on a sales invitation. So again, whether you want to call it pain points or you want to call it struggles, we avoid them often because it doesn't feel good, but we do need to have that clarity on what they are in order to truly serve our clients. Are you serving clients or are you trying to save them? All right, step five is choosing one key message that creates a bridge between you and your ideal customers and using this message consistently. So you might remember I talked about the bridge analogy. And if you don't have the core message that allows your ideal prospects to be on one side of the bridge, you're on the other, to navigate across, then that is actually going to very much hold you back from having them cross the bridge, maybe run across the bridge or do cartwheels across the bridge because they're so excited to work with you. Now, this is where I see a lot of people tripping up because sticking to one message isn't sexy. It's actually a little bit boring. And oftentimes we get tired as entrepreneurs or creative people. So we want to talk about this and talk about that. But when you can just zone in and repeat one consistent message in different ways, now it's not like you can't talk any about anything else, but doing that and doing it consistently is what people are going to resonate with. Remember, it takes, they used to say it takes seven times of somebody seeing something or hearing something to take action. Now I think it's more like 15 to 20 because we're inundated with so many messages. So when somebody hears a message once, it's not going to get into their subconscious. You need to repeat it. So this is why I talk about foundation all the time. I talk about legacy all the time. Yes, sometimes I get a little sick of it because I feel like a broken record, but the truth is people need to hear it over and over. So what is that one key message that's going to serve as a bridge for you? Oftentimes, this is the thing that's kind of in that hero section of your website. It's the one tagline that you're using the most often. It's the one promise of results that you're going to get your clients often. All right, number six. This one is super important because it has nothing to do with what you typically think of branding, which is to be extremely consistent, but not in anything else but your actions. You know the saying, actions speak louder than words. So if we're having these amazing key messages, shouting it from the rooftop, plastering it all over, then our actions don't align with those messages. That causes distrust in your ideal clients, your prospects. It will confuse them and ultimately they will start to unfollow. Now, there are some people you want to unfollow because they're just simply not your people. But when you start to have people being deterred from you because you're not showing up with integrity, that's a problem. Now, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you are an integrous person because like I said earlier, like attracts like, and integrity is something that's truly, truly important to me. Trust, all of those things. However, we all make mistakes. We all do things unconsciously. Like I 
am hundred percent sure that I've shown up on social media and said something or took an action that wasn't necessarily aligned with my brand. So the key is when you have the clarity and when you get very clear on what your values are, then you can be consistent in your actions, looking at your values. Am I walking the walk and talking the talk on a daily basis? Am I showing up with my family the way I show up? Am I showing up with my clients? Am I doing the things to really match the vibration of my brand? Now, we have our bad days. So if you make a mistake, all that means is that you get back on track. It's kind of like, you know, if you're on a diet and you eat that piece of cake, well, you can't really erase it. It's okay. Move on. Do better the next day, right? The same thing is true. You really need to show up as a leader and watch your actions and just be like very open, be very consistent. Don't beat yourself up, but also your subconscious will hold you back. So really think about that. And your subconscious wants to keep you safe. So these old doubts, worries, and fear, old experiences will come up. The trick is if actions that you find yourself doing, it's almost like you can't control yourself, right? Like maybe your teenage, you start acting like a teenage, <laughs> kind of do something a little bit crazy and out of the sorts. Just say, you know what, I'm beyond that now and I'm making the decision to get back on track. That's all you have to do. All right, and apologize too. Before I move on, I just wanna say, if you do take an action that's out of sorts, you can always apologize and move on. Okay, number seven, this is really important as well. So I talked about target market research. This is another way to ensure that your clarity is there for the long term. So once you take all those other steps and you infuse that clarity into your brand, you want to create ways to get frequent feedback from clients and followers and pay attention to what you find out. Take action from that. So this is not a one and done thing. I teach all of my clients after we work together and they get the clarity that you need to continue the process in some sort or fashion because times change, people change, the world's changing faster than ever. So once you get the clarity and the foundation, that serves as a foundation that will stand the test of time. It will be with you forever. Most likely your values, your vision, your voice will not change. What will change is your clients and followers, their tastes, their preferences, so if you're familiar with the ask method, you know, use the ask method and go back and ask your clients. You can simply ask on social media, you know, what are your struggles with you're struggling right now? All of the things that I was talking about in one through six, getting clear about their preferences, um, who your target audience is, all of those things, just keep your thumb on it, right? Just maybe quarterly. Um, one of the things I love to do is have a client and partner appreciation event. And so we have fun, we network, and then everybody who's kind of in my inner circle, I will also ask them questions about where they're at with their business and what their preferences are, what they're struggling with. If there was an offer I was to provide them, you know, what would that be? What would that look like for them? 
doing that research will put you light years ahead and again, give you that massive ROI for investing in your brand clarity. Okay, so that is it for today's episode. I hope that these are really starting to help you get closer to brand clarity, really getting your wheels turning, thinking about how you can take each of these steps in your business. So to recap, the seven steps that will help you build a recognizable brand and help you evaluate your brand clarity is to define the objectives and goals for your business, to be able to succinctly state who you are, what you offer, and what results you create, to create a robust client description and brand story, to be very clear about the pain points or issues that your clients are struggling with, choosing one key message that creates a bridge between you and your ideal clients, being extremely consistent in your actions, and last but not least, continue to create ways to create to get frequent feedback from clients and followers. So again, more exciting than all of this is I put together a brand clarity workshop to help you take the next steps in your quest to finally achieving brand clarity. Because it's not black and white, I wish it was as simple as those seven steps. That's actually the tip of the iceberg when we're talking about getting true brand clarity. So that was a good portion of the secret sauce to my legacy brand method, but I'd love to give you more. So I'm having this free workshop. It's two hours long. We're going to go super in depth because not only are there actual steps to getting the clarity, there's also mindset things that you need, some shifts that you need to make to be able to get that clarity and to be able to apply that clarity and get the success that you're looking for. Because I want you to achieve brand clarity and let your brand do the heavy lifting in your business. I want you to acquire those new clients easily so you can focus on what you love. I want you to be able to serve those clients and not spend all of your time spinning wheels on how to attract them. So we have two times available on September 14th and 16th. Join me and other amazing business owners as we dive in how to create more income, influence, and impact by creating clarity in your brand once and for all. Go ahead and simply click on the link in the show notes, and I truly hope to see you there in person. This is a live event, and I like this is my favorite thing. When I say serving your clients and doing the things you love, this is what I love doing is serving people in person, getting feedback, workshopping with you. So any questions that you may have about this content for the past few weeks, bring that to the workshop as well. And we'll dive in and finally help you get that clarity. All right, take care. And I hope to see you there. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Lounge podcast. Connect with me on Instagram at Tiffany Newman Creative. I would also love to hear your feedback to see what resonates with you and what you'd like to hear in the future. If you love this episode, please provide a review and we will be forever grateful. You can always find links and resources shared on the show by going to yourlegacybrand.com. Remember, what you leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. What are you doing today to pour into others and to leave your legacy?